Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. And good morning, everyone, for this Tuesday. Ron Arnold with you with another segment of Going Greyhounds. We've got three meetings around New South Wales today. We've got the Lismore program in the afternoon time slot at 3.40 and a couple of night programs below kicking off at 6.51, Gosford at a minute after 7. And we will have the late mail for the Gosford program before each of the races tonight. After a uh, few winners at Maitland last night, we certainly hope we can continue. Obviously, this is a massive week in Greyhound Racing right around the nation with a heap of group races. But I suppose uh, all eyes this Thursday will be certainly on the south coast track at Dapdo, the famous Dapdo Dogs. It's in plenty of commercials. It's been talked about all around the world. Dapdo Dogs, footy shows. And uh, I reckon Dapdo's never had a race like this one, to be honest with you. And the man that's uh, steering the ship down there currently from GR New South Wales is Wayne Billett, the son of a dairy farmer down the south coast, and he joins me this morning. Good morning, Wayne. Yeah, good morning, Ron. Mate, uh, you've been around that Dapdo track for many, many years. If you had sat down three months ago and said, we're going to give the three heat winners the best three boxes, one, two and eight, um, it's the way the cards are fallen. Yeah, you couldn't couldn't have wrote the script any better, could you? At the end of the day, I, I think to, to be fair, on to get the quality of the greyhounds that we've ended up in the final uh, is is a testament to the race itself. So, yeah, it all it all looks good for a uh, you know cracking final on Thursday night. And certainly that, and, and again, yes, the box draws thrown up, you know, a very broad market. You know, the Simon told Helen sitting up in box one's very short. But those that have followed dogs like Ebby Infrared, like we replayed a race two weeks ago from Wentworth Park that I nearly called the race of the century. Um, at $14, dogs like, you know, Winlock on top at 26 Ritter Cohen, 11 If you've ever followed them, you've just you've just got to stay on. Yeah, correct, Ron. And, and you're right, those three dogs are great examples of those dogs who, who in this might not just have that pace to get to the first turn, the same as, you know, Simon Toll Helen or Fire Ricardo or the Shetman. But if any of those three dogs are just sitting on the pace, we all, we've all we seen last week, you know, Ebby Infrared and, and in particular Richard Cohen, like Richard Cohen turned out of the back straight there, just got checked off the heels, was put back, pushed back on the fifth and, he, and his run home was sensational from there so any of those dogs just sitting there ready to pounce on Thursday night it'll be they'll certainly have a chance most definitely now obviously mate I suppose the timing's also well as people start to free themselves up and you know a greyhound like Simon told Helen in an old-fashioned way he brings people through the gate so uh, there's people that probably may not have been to a race meeting this year they could live in now or they could live at Albion Park and they're going to say we're going to go and watch this dog go around and you're right, Ron, and that's exactly what happened last week, to be fair. Um, being trackside last week, I've seen some, some people who I haven't seen at uh, Dapdo who were regulars before who, who turned up and were just having a chat. And I said, oh, yeah, what brings you out? Well, we've come to watch, uh, you know, Simon told Helen and Flying Ricardo, to be yep. fair. Um, you know, Simon told Helen, you know, the, the, grand of the Australian grand of the year, but they just the boom on those two dogs and for them to be able mm. to see them in one venue on one night um, last yep. week was was uh, outstanding, and which leads into this week's final, you know, where they go head to head in some way, um, really for an enthralling night on Thursday. And Wayne, obviously, when you you know the megastar is not that old a race, and when you plan these races with the, the volume of wonderful group racing we've around the country, it's hard to slot a, a group one into the program. But 
you've probably found a little niche time that, you know, admittedly Hobart's on and that sort of thing, but again, it's a different track. Um, you've probably just slotted in reasonably well, you know, between Melbourne Cups and Christmas um, Cups and that sort of thing looming up. Yeah, you're right, one. We have fallen into a nice spot there, and you're right, down in Hobart, different style of tracks, the big one-turn tracks, so the dogs that suited for each, each of those type of venues, and I think Dave Burnett has said that in the press. People said, oh, you know, why didn't you go to Hobart, uh, to the Hobart? And he just said, oh, well, didn't suit, doesn't suit the style of racing, as Simon told him, and where Dapco's does. So you're right, just fits in that area before, you know, the, the, the Christmas Cups and all that sort of stuff, and then into the new year, you know, Wendy Parks at the Pools and the Derby Futurity and those type of events. So it, it is in that little niche spot, and, um, yeah, it allows us to attract a pretty quality field. Now, okay, if there is someone listening to us right at the moment, they say, all right, we're going to make the trip into Dapto. As far as, you know, this social distancing world and regulation, what is required for a man that just comes off the street? Yeah, so, so Ron, so basically, as you know, the government, um, state government made some changes to the rules, announced them yesterday, so the two square metre rule. But well, for a venue like Dapto, obviously we still have the, uh, you know, the COVID safe app that people need to register when they turn on. But for a place like Dapto, we, you know, we're lucky we have a nice green stand that holds a thousand people, and you know every one of those seats can sit can sit someone. Um, we have the two areas where people can sit in the, the bedding ring area, in the bar area, where people will be able to enjoy themselves. So with plenty of room at that. We're lucky in that respect. So the the impacts for us in that um, for their um, probably minimal to be fair, and allows us to be able to everyone to be able to come there in confidence, to be able to have a good time and enjoy the night. Certainly, and uh, obviously your support program, mate. Uh, you know, good dogs and uh, big races attract other sort of dogs. So, uh, looking at your programs, generally solid. Yeah, it has been good, Ron. And I think the introduction of the middle distance racing that we've done um, throughout the state over the last for city prize money has definitely helped. Um, and especially a venue like Dapto, um, so that's also helped. Uh, you know, with support. And, and as you as you know, when people are bringing one or one one or two good dogs, they tend to bring their team, which overall helps sort of the whole overall uh, strength of the card. Mate, uh, I can only, on behalf of everyone, wish Dapto all the very best of luck, and uh, it's going to be my privilege to introduce those greyhounds onto the track on uh, on Thursday night. It's, uh, it's something I'm really looking forward to, like many people. Uh, you know, one superstar that's already got his stamp on the on the title and one that's probably going to be sitting there in 12 months' toe ready to... Uh, to take it over, it's, it's just going to be fabulous. And uh, I must admit, a dollar fifty Simon told Helen four dollars is flying Ricardo, and I uh, I wouldn't write off Ricardo just yet. No, correct, Ron. And, and on Thursday night, we're also lucky that uh, Frank and Tracy Hurst have been kind enough to bring Good Hod Zarada down, who was the who was the winner of last year's event. Good Harada uh, is going to lead the field out on Thursday night, which is which is uh, quite special for us, given everything that we've been through. To be able to have Frank and Tracy there and Good Hod Zarada is a nice touch to the night, so looking forward to it. No, beautiful, mate. I look forward to seeing you on uh, Thursday night, and uh, I wish the club and all the competitors in the race the very best of luck. Yeah, cheers, Ron. Thank you. There he is, folks. Wayne Bell, the man that will uh, captain the ship at Dapto for the big megastar night on Thursday night. Of course, Thursday night we also have the Queensland side of feature racing with the Queensland Derby and Queensland Futurity. On the Derby side, Farmore Beach is still the favourite at the moment at a dollar eighty in front of sentenced at four dollars. Two other greyhounds in uh, single figures, Warina Express and Cashview, they're both at eight dollars fifty. And for the girls' side of things at the Futurity, we've got Mayor S at three eighty, Kiss and Spin four dollars, 
crazy cool 380 and pump it is the favourite at 320. The box draw makes that futurity a little bit more wide open with Mary's drawing one, kiss and spin three, crazy cool five and pump it, box number six. So a great night of greyhound racing on Thursday night. You're not going to be able to get any better anywhere. And to top it all off as well, we've got the Hobart 1000 heats. And uh, without going through, they've got seven of them down there in uh, Tassie. But uh, just looking at quickly at the nominations received, in race four, number four is Shadow Mist, and it's a $6 on a futures price to win the uh, series. On race five, number four, Tommy Shelby is $3.50 equal favourite with Tigalong Tonk, who is in race six, number eight, and also Power of Oscar is in the betting race nine, number six, and it's a $6 pick to win the final. So those four greyhounds, Shadow Mist, Tommy Shelby, Tigalong Tonk, Power of Oscar, they all go around at the... Uh, Hobart race on Thursday night, the heats of the Hobart Thousand. Speaking of heats, we had the Soldiers Saddle at Bathurst yesterday. And I'll give you the box draw for that final, but the pick of the heat yesterday was a greyhound called Hammerfoot, clocking 30.03. Let's pick up that replay. It was the third of the heat of the Bathurst RSL Soldiers Saddle. Racing Hammerfoot away okay. Out wide on the track, Fernando Alonso shows toe up there, 331. Getting a run through on the inside there would have been Katanga Bay and a nice bumper ducked off there and dropping out Stormy Grand. Down the back, Hammerfoot in front, giving chase on the inside, 331. Out deep was Fernando Alonso coming from behind, then Lola Pepper and making ground late United stand, but the leader kicked Hammerfoot, two or three clear in the corner, going further, and Hammerfoot's going to race away in the straight. Coming home late, it was United Stan got up for the final. The Ruffy to get up the run second. Behind them was Lola Pepper, followed by Gordito. Was never in it. Neither was Stormy Grand. 3.31 knocked up. And Katanga Bay and Fernando Alonso, the last two with the pen. Yeah, Hammerfoot clocking 30.03 there, the fastest. Just in front of the other heat winner, Red Hot Mouse for Rod Metzler at 30.07. Next up on the clock was Nanga Opal for Dennis Barnes, 30.10. And uh, Tradies mate completed the four winners running 30 and 35. Now we have the box draw that was done late last night for the Soldier Saddle. And Red Hot Mouse has drawn box one. Happy Go Lucky in two. Box three is Nanga Opal. Four, Run Goldie Run. Box five, Hammerfoot. Six is OK Kirtley. Box seven, United Stand. And box eight is Tradies mate. That's for the uh, wonderful race in regional racing. 10,000 to the winner at Bathurst next Monday and uh, we'll have a good coverage of that race on uh, next Monday's Going Greyhounds program of course also don't forget we've got the Newcastle Cup coming up and the Ballarat Cup coming up over the weekend and we will touch base to that tomorrow to give a full preview on that Newcastle Cup race, it's certainly going to be a great night there at the Gardens and of course Ballarat having their big $47,000 to the winner final on Saturday. So over those three days with Dapto and Albion Park, Hobart, Ballarat and Newcastle, absolute swathe of feature racing and greyhound racing. Also, of course, next week we will be, uh, it'll be our last week for the year for going greyhounds. And on Monday, I'm hoping to speak with Tony Mestroff, of course, uh, just to relive the year, I suppose, and a little bit of news going into it. Been uh, plenty talked about in the last 48 hours, re straight tracks being uh, put in for the purpose of. Uh, trialling and also racing so Tony will give us a bit of an update where that all stands. That wraps us up for this Tuesday. Make sure you're listening in throughout the night to get some tips for the Gosford program 
We'll do it all again tomorrow. Same time, same channel, 10.45, going Greyhounds. Thanks for being with us. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report.